Hey, and welcome to Fangirl NFL Show. This will be your one-stop shop for all things game day. It's a weekly chat with your football besties. Whether it's the most exciting matchups of the week or tips on how to make the most of your game day, Haley and Sydney keep it fun throughout the NFL season. So grab a drink, listen to us while you're sitting in traffic, but please don't do both at the same time. Either way, get ready to fangirl about football with us week after week. (laughs) Welcome. Welcome back. (laughs) Oh, God. Whoever just turned this on randomly and just randomly found this podcast was like, and I'm done. (laughs) And we're done. We are looking for music, though. If you have any suggestions for intros. Or if um, you have a, a voice that's just as good as Sydney's. Oh, yeah. If you would like to be featured, hit us up. <laughs> hit us up on the gram. Yeah, exactly. All right, Haley. So how's your week going? You know, it's going. Um, we we're just talking about being overwhelmed. I think we hit a spot. It's every year. October hits and I'm like, ooh, I'm so ready for Halloween, ready for holiday. And I think just as you get older and older, it's like, mm, there's so much that goes into these three months, just yeah. work, life, everything that you're like, ooh, now it's like. I know. What is that time. internal pressure around the holidays where all of a sudden you like, you feel like you need fun plans. You feel like yeah. you need to travel to see family. You need to spend all of your hard earned money at the grocery store making dinners for, you know, like yes. God knows what. Um, and the grocery store is just ridiculously expensive right now. Yes. Um, so yeah, I get it. There's just, uh, you know, there's a, a feeling in the air, even though I do love fall, like fall yeah. is my favorite season, but yes, at the same time, I'm like, ah, there's a lot to do. Yeah. Decor. I mean, <laughs> mm, so many pumpkins, <laughs> so many pumpkins. I'm actually going to home Depot to get some haystacks from my oh, porch. Cute. <laughs> so cute. Um, I see the neighbors with some stuff and I'm like, I just want to liven it up a little bit. So I'll be doing yeah. that. But but yeah, other than that, we're we're here and we're in week four. Well, finishing yep. week four, going into yep. week five um, of football. I want to start off first because I'm so angry. Oh, boy. Get Last ready, week. Well. Yeah, we talked about injuries mm. and I just cannot get over I the amount of people that need to be fired is like ridiculous. It's a two page long list in my book. Um, <laughs> I just don't understand. I understand zero part of what happened with what, what happened with the Dolphins, what happened anywhere, why he was let out of the hospital to fly back with the team. Is it so important to be with the team in this moment? No, um, I just it, I just find that so ironic because we were talking so much about that last week and. Yeah. I, well, I think game. what's funny too, is that yeah. we've like kind of gone now, which probably should have been where we started, but we've gone in the opposite direction of where, you know, you get hit even remotely close to your head or take any type of shot. And now you're, you know, going back immediately into concussion protocol and, you know, the chances of people getting, you know, uh, pushed through concussion protocol to come back into the game now is pretty slim because nobody's going to yeah. take the chance to, um, you know, possibly send somebody back too early. I am, you know, in the opinion of that's a good thing. There's yeah. no reason to go back too early. If you're taking a shot to the head, like yeah. these aren't normal hits that people are taking on a regular basis. So yeah, I'm totally fine with that. But yeah, I do think there's a bit of like that kind of overcompensating that's happening now. Yeah. 
And I also, I'm, I'm, I feel like I'm hyper-focused on anything to the head. Like why are we congrat, why are we still congratulating people by smacking them in the head and like headbutting each other on the sidelines? Like all this stuff has got to go. Like, <laughs> Oh my God. I, I know. Just, or sometimes when they like celebrate and lift like other guys up or tackle other guys, I'm like, just be careful, please. Yeah. I'm like, be careful. Like we can't afford any more injuries. An, a high five, a chest bump, like a dance, something. A good old but, like, smack on the ass. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> Yeah, sure, but the good old just love tap right there on the butt. Yeah. Uh, but yeah, no, I, I, I get you. So, I mean, it's important to note that the, you know, non-affiliated neurosurgeon or whoever it was that was doing all of the evaluations for Tua has been fired since mm-hmm. that whole debacle. Um, that's such a cop out. Like, you know, yeah, behind it's not the enough somebody, for me. somebody was like, you're going to have to take the fall for this one, Ted. <laughs> I don't even know yeah. the guy's name. It just yeah. seemed like a Ted. You're going to take the fall for this one, Ted. <laughs> yeah, I just want to let you know it's happening. We're, we're, it's yeah. out there. Um, yeah. And also, you you got to think about, we talked about this too, how much the players really push themselves and say that you're fine because you know that, one, you love the game. You want to be out there. So selfishly, you're going to pretend that you're fine. But two, because there's so much money on the line, you know? So yeah, um, it'll be interesting what that investigation comes back with. But yeah, I just was, I was livid at the entire situation. I Do you like, listen to um, Kelly Stafford, Matt Stafford's wife's podcast? I, I have listened to a couple episodes um, a lot more recently since he's been with the the Rams. Um, yeah, this, but yeah. She did a full episode on this whole situation with Tua and how the NFL handled everything. And she was like crying through a lot of it. it was very vulnerable mm-hmm. throughout the podcast. It's a, it's a good listen. And it's just interesting to hear it from, you know, one of the wives perspectives, because she said that her and um, Matt have a deal, you know, if he takes a hit and he gets up and he kind of does that motion where he's shaking it off with his head or is mm-hmm. like looking at all a bit wobbly. And then he goes to concussion protocol and then decides that he's not taking himself out of the game. She said, I will not be at home when you get back. Yeah. Because it's not fair to me. It's not fair to your daughters. It's not fair to the family to have to possibly deal with the you know repercussions of you deciding you just have to go pl- back and play more football with a head yeah. injury. So I just found it really interesting to hear it from her point of view also. And I think, Um, I think those conversations are important to have with, cause it is like, you don't know what's going to like happen out there in the field sometimes. So just having a, a standard or a boundary of like, this is what we're deciding to do. Like, it doesn't matter. And I think her perspective is also um, important because she had a brain tumor not too long ago and went through just the recovery side of having a brain injury yeah. so, like from a surgery um, and kind of like rebuilding, l- learning how to walk again, like all of that stuff. So I think um, yeah, she knows what it's like to not have the choice to be yeah. in that situation. And so for some of those guys to kind of put themselves in that position, you yeah. know, I, yeah, you're totally right. And I can imagine how frustrating that would be. Yeah. It's not worth it. Um, it's not worth it. All you players out there listening, <laughs> it's, <laughs> It's well, you know, it. and you just you really just have to put like these guys really need to put into perspective that they've got hopefully, you know, 10 years in the NFL. Yeah, Most of them exactly. don't even have that long in in the league. And so you have so much of your life left to live. Could you imagine mm-hmm. having to, you know, you you just want to play one extra game and then you screw up the rest of your life because all of a sudden you, you know, have 
some type of traumatic brain injury. It's like, yeah, yeah, it's just not, it's not what life's all about. Yeah. So we'll see what, what, how these um, next few weeks play out more injuries, more things, but that (laughs) was a recap for you. So to recap a little bit of, uh, you know, last week, I know you were mentioning that you were just kind of bored. (laughs) Mm-hmm. <laughs> you were just a little bored by some of the games uh the yeah. Cardinals game in particular yeah kind of was slipping through other shows while I was watching that game yeah because- I mean there's really nothing like a boring football game like the games that have very little scoring and it's just yeah all defense and you're like oh my god can somebody do something already yeah yeah I also felt that way about um the 49ers and the Rams, but I also couldn't look away. It was so bad for the Rams that I couldn't stop watching. And I yeah. was like, so confused. Like what? I, I literally was like, what is, what happened? What did you I guys for, eat? <laughs> yeah, right. Over the last off season in general, <laughs> I feel like for me, that's at least like a huge rivalry. So I'm more yeah. willing to sit and, you know, get through it and watch it. Um, I also, I'm kind of loving following Jimmy Garoppolo's bonus money that he makes every time he wins a game. <laughs> exactly. So I'm hey, the man like pay him. Learning. Yeah. <laughs> and I will say I had uh, the 49ers D on fantasy. So I was watching, even though I got my ass kicked in fantasy this week. So it really didn't matter. I did too. That game. Oh God. It was, just, I was, yeah, it was bad. Really bad. Um, my team is definitely out. I'm not going anywhere. I, you can just tell that I just, <laughs> I drafted a really bad team this year. Oops. Um, that's okay. Whatever. Take my hundred dollar donation and, and good luck to uh, <laughs> whoever wins that's everyone else. Yeah, exactly. Yeah. Um, yeah, but we can't like, we can't talk about the, the Cardinals in that game without talking about the crazy random tweet that came from JJ Watt this week. Did you yes. see that? Yes. Um, okay. So it was so bizarre because I'm kind of just looking through social media and it popped up and it was like, uh, you know, I've heard that there's some rumors going out there and that, you know, some personal information of mine is going to be leaked. And of course yeah. my first instinct is like, Oh my God, an affair, like yeah, exactly. naked pictures, something, yeah. really, you know, whatever. And, um, and then he talked about how he had to essentially be revived or have his heart shocked this past week because of an irregular heartbeat that he has. And he was back, you know, playing football a couple of days later. I was like, whoa, that's yeah. huge. That's crazy. Yeah. It's also, um, I can imagine, scary. I think um, especially because there's such a range in in heart issues. But unfortunately, you do see a lot, especially like starting at the high school level where where people just drop in the middle of the field. And so it's like a blessing in disguise to be able to get that diagnosis and do something about it, but also scary to be like, yeah, how long has this been an issue? Yeah, for sure. You know, it's so interesting. You just said that. So I was at um, a fundraiser this past weekend at um, Providence Field in Portland for the the Timber Stadium, Timber Mm -hmm. and Thorn Stadium. And it was actually for um, heart research at... um, one of the local hospitals here. And they were talking about how um, Portland has created, actually Oregon in general has created this new um, program where high school athletes are getting tested for all of these heart issues that tend to come up um, 
at like the starting age of 13. It's completely free. They can go in like if their parents are, you know, willing to let them go in, they can go in, get all of these tests done for free. And then, um, you know, find out if they have any issues. And they were saying it was kind of a, a very high number, like a, like 2% of all of the people that went to get tested had some type of underlying issue. And, you know, when you hear maybe 2% doesn't sound like a ton, but think about it. That's just the state of Oregon. And I'm sure mm-hmm. not even all of those kids are getting tested, but a wide range of those kids getting tested, 2% of them have issues that you would never expect. Yeah. So yeah, it's just kind of crazy to think about how much these athletes bodies go through and how many underlying issues they might have and not, not even ever knowing it because they're in such good shape. Yeah. And also at an early age. And I think we're seeing it more and more. Like I played high school sports and did the yearly physical. Um, yeah, the yearly, yeah, which like the yearly physical in school was like, touch your toes. (laughs) Exactly. Exactly. But you're thinking about now where like, we have to go into such depth on, these athletes and what their body really looks like um, and and how it really operates on the inside, because you just really don't know. And you're just seeing so much more of that today. For sure. And I feel like I'm going to sound like such a, uh, you know, like old lady saying this, but like the (laughs) the rate of kids that are vaping and doing other things Mm -hmm. like that, too. Like you just don't know how that's affecting your body as an athlete. And yeah. And so it's just yeah, it's it's really crazy. So I'm glad JJ Watts totally fine. Um, Yeah or at least fine, you know, for now and, and has it covered and can play again. Um, but yeah, totally scary. Yeah. For real. Yeah. So I'm headed to, um, I'm headed to Denver this weekend, actually not for the primetime Thursday night football game. I'm going for a work conference, much less, um, fun, (laughs) but, um, I thought, you know, the first week we kind of talked about places that you could go in, LA, if you're going to the primetime Thursday night football game. Um, Mm -hmm. And so I wanted to see if you had any suggestions for people that might be traveling to Denver. Let's see. Why don't we just have you been to Denver? Some things a long time ago. Yeah. In my early teens. So (laughs) what was I doing? Nothing much. (laughs) Yeah. I mean, the ones that immediately pop into my head and I've, I've only been to Denver, you know, a couple of times as well. Um, but if you're big into the music scene, Red Rocks is, I've actually never been, but what I hear is an absolute must experience music venue. Um, not only like the look of it and the nature, but just like the sound of the amphitheater and just, you know, like everything is supposed to be incredible. And it's only about 20 to 30 minutes outside of downtown Denver. So it would be worth the Uber ride over to go see, um, whoever's performing. Yeah, for sure. And I'm someone growing up going on family vacations, Um, (laughs) even if it was a fun vacation, um, my dad always made sure to throw in something educational. So um, I've grown to love music. Yeah, (laughs) I've grown to love museums because a lot of times that was um, that was the thing. So we've got the Denver Museum of Nature and Science and the Denver Art Museum. So Mm -hmm. Both of those would be cool to check There's out. There's another museum that we're actually going to with this work conference, and it's called Meow Wolf. It's mm. this like it, it looks honestly a bit like eccentric and odd. It's um it's some kind of like psychedelic 
art museum. So everything is kind of supposed to be out there and weird and cool and make you see different things in different ways. And um, so if you're into that kind of stuff, you could throw that on the list also. <laughs> I don't, I don't know, but you, you let me know how that goes. Yeah. I'll, I'll report back on our Instagram channel and, um, and let you know. Um, yeah. And it but is, Denver's, a, Denver's definitely like a town that loves craft beer and, yeah. you know, all of those sorts of things. And downtown Denver is really cool. So if you don't have the time to really go out and explore, like, you know, the, the scenic areas and the mountains and that sort of thing, um, go downtown, go to the, the local pubs and talk the to pubs, people yeah. that way. Yeah. And, and have a craft beer, a local beer. And just like my favorite way to explore any city is, is finding the local, um, the local, like down to earth joints, because I feel like that's where you meet the best people. And then they give you recommendations from there. Yeah. Yeah. And I did see there is a haunted, we're in Halloween time. There is a haunted Mm -hmm. pub tour. Oh, Hey, so if you you love Halloween and you're into spooky season and you also just feel like drinking. Yeah. With the ghost, then, uh, (laughs) check that out. (laughs) Do you believe in ghosts? Um, absolutely. I side story. Oh, Hey. Um, my the house that I grew up in mm. my entire family fully believed there was a ghost there we named him Rupert he <laughs> was not um he was not like angry um, I was gonna say was he a nice ghost or a mean ghost a nice ghost and very to like one area of the house um and I I I don't even know why I was like I guess because I was young when it kind of like came about we're like oh it's Rupert um that I didn't like look into like history of the house or anything like that um we just kind of got used to it but yeah, yeah he was, Rupert part of the was yeah it was part of the fam really he's just the nice uh friendly uncle yeah do you still have that house your family still have that um house? no my parents moved but oh they should really write still a there yeah I was gonna say you should write a letter and see if that person has met Rupert that would be interesting. oh oh yeah and they'd also be, be like, like um okay um, thanks okay. yeah I'm you weirdo what yes yeah, exactly oh man all right well back to football yeah back to football um let's talk about your bills with the oh comeback. okay you yeah. know I love that <laughs> um yeah massive comeback kids this week I I am the typical Buffalo fan who immediately got down on the team. I sent out a tweet that was like, oh, God, this game's about to be over. Like, I can't believe it. Why can't we get anything going, you know, on offense? And then I had to eat my words, which I'm so thankful for, but then had to retweet like, all right, so glad to be wrong. Like, we've got (laughs) ourselves a game here, kids. And yeah. um, Yeah. And then Josh Allen came back and did what Josh Allen does and like just turns on the freaking Jets. And oh my God, he's just so Josh Allen for MVP. Honestly, he he got my not even he's not human. Like I just don't think he's human. (laughs) He he somehow is just like, you know, he has this mentality where it's like, we're just not gonna lose. And so then he just figures out how to get it done. Yeah. 213 Um, passing yards. Yeah. And that's all in the second half Yeah, because they, they had like, (laughs) it was something ridiculous, like maybe a total of 60 yards in the entire first half. Mm -hmm. Well, Jordan Poyer is the real MVP for this game. Oh yeah. Came back from injury, two interceptions, second interception being the one that really puts us in in a position to win um, because 
you know, the, the Ravens can't score and they're not giving us the ball back on, you know, the, the one yard line or whatever. Mm -hmm. And, um, and he is on track to do, to have 17 interceptions, which would be one a game. I, you know, like that would be incredible. The chances of that happening are slim, but I don't know if you uh, follow Pat McAfee, but I follow him. I love him. Um, and he was a West Virginia guy. So I follow him even more just because we went to the same school, but he had Poyer on his podcast and said that he would donate a million dollars to Poyer's foundation. If he got 13 interceptions this season, Ooh, wow. a million dollars. It's so much money. That's he could such do it. A- and, and Poyer was immediately like, oh, oh, you don't understand. Like I take these, these like bets and stuff like really to heart. Yeah. And so I wouldn't be surprised at all if he does it now. And I hope he does. Yeah, that would be amazing. Yeah. He's just an incredible guy. And he's, he is waiting for, you know, his contract to be extended with the bills. And obviously us as bills fans and the bills mafia want him to stay him and yeah. the Micah Hyde duo. Like those two are just meant to play together and he's just really good, but we have, we have so many people to pay after this year, like contracts are up. It just seems like for everyone, Tremaine Edmonds, um, you know, like all these big guys. And, uh, and so I just don't know, I I hope they can figure it out. I'll leave that to to Brandon Bean, the GM wizard, but, um, (laughs) yeah, it'll be interesting, but he had, had a fantastic game and, um, I hope he can just stay healthy. Yeah. Especially when, when the team is doing good, you want to like yeah. keep that momentum going. So, and I'll say too, like the Ravens, it, it, they looked, you know, good as well. Their defense looked good. Um, Lamar's incredible. Yeah. And it really came down to an analytics decision by Kotarba at the end, which is always so interesting. And I don't, I don't know enough to know what kind of decision I would make in, in that scenario, but he is such an analytics guy. Like last season, they were always going for it on fourth and one because mm-hmm. analytically they were always, you know, the, the average of um, being able to complete four and one was much higher than not. And so it's just, just interesting. There was such a divide as to, yes, he should have went that way. No, we shouldn't have went that way. And I think there were arguments on both sides. So, you know, I think you just kind of have to move on to the next game for the Ravens and, yeah. and we'll see them again, I think at the end of the season. Hmm. Yeah. They'll be there. They'll be there. Yeah. It's hard for them not to be there with a quarterback like Lamar. He's, yeah. You know, he's, he's just really good. He's really good. And he's pay the man. Okay. Like- <laughs> <laughs> I know he's, he's still setting himself up uh, well to get a higher offer that he did at the beginning of the season. So, yeah. Um. Well, another game we had this week was an international game in London. Yeah. Did you catch um, that? Not absolutely not. <laughs> so yeah, yeah us on the West Coast. In the morning? Like, yeah. <laughs> no, I think it was even earlier. I think that was the East Coast. Um, Because was it like a one o'clock game in London or was it a nighttime game for them? I can't remember, but I, I don't actually remember. 630, but maybe. Not. Okay, maybe it is. We'll Either way, that's still early. I thought it yeah. was even earlier, but yeah, no, I wasn't. Yeah. yeah. I'm always curious on the the operational side of that. Does the jet lag just transition right into adrenaline and then back? Because I know how early do they turn get there? Around. Do you know? Like how I early they fly in? Yeah. I mean, if you're playing, if they played Sunday, um, yeah, I guess the only thing there, there is that at least both teams have jet lag. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> so like it's it's even, a, playing, even field. playing field for both teams, but I don't know. I'm. I, as somebody from Buffalo and we used to have to play a game in uh, Toronto, 
I don't know if you even mm-hmm. knew that, but Buffalo used to play a game in Toronto and I always hated it. There were some mm-hmm. great Buffalo fans in Toronto just because it's only about an hour and a half away. But I always hated the fact that we had to play an international game. And I think it's really like a cool premise to go to London, but I also just don't see the need for it. And yeah. in my opinion, I'm just kind of like, nah. like if my team went to London next year, if I had the money yeah, it would be cool to go and see yeah. them play in London, but mostly because I just want to go to London, not because yeah. I care about my team playing in London. In London, yeah. You know what I mean? Like, I'd rather go see an actual football game, a soccer game, if yeah. I was going overseas. So I don't know. To me, I get it. It's like getting the fans from everywhere around the world a chance to to see these guys play. But eh. yeah. we have, we <laughs> have just whatever. For a yeah, <laughs> just like, eh, OK, cool, whatever. Yeah. I feel that. Um, another thing. Yes. I know we, a few episodes ago, talked about Tom Brady, but more details <laughs> oh are coming God. out. I know. I asked you what you thought about their marriage, and here we are. <sighs> here we are. And I, just watching the play, and I don't know if you've seen the way Tom Brady looks. I, I looks I, tired. Yeah. but He looks we, stressed. Stressed. Yeah. Um, we know that he's getting, what is it, Wednesdays off? Um, for personal time, but also I just keep remembering when he, when Tom talked about, um, the shrine and all the rituals that Giselle does for him, basically the witchcraft that she does for him before games. And I'm like, pretty sure that's not, yeah, yeah, that's, that's over with. So, um, all that's playing into it. It's, it's actually really sad, but that it's just interesting that because we haven't heard anything we haven't heard anything, but we've heard enough. So we well, know something's going on, if that makes sense. <laughs> yeah, like everybody knew that things were rocky, right? Like mm. she's not coming to the games. The kids are going to the games with other people. She was always yeah. at the games. It's very clear that they were working on some things. And it does. It totally sucks because they have kids involved, right? Like, yeah. again, like the injuries and everything, like this is bigger than football you know, it's people's lives. And so I feel bad that they're going through it, but at the same time, maybe it's because I'm a woman, but I got to side with Giselle here. The guy has had an incredible career. There's truly nothing else. (laughs) (laughs) There's truly nothing else he needs to accomplish in my book. And so like you signed up to be a husband, you signed up to be a father, like go do that, go enjoy that part of your life. And I think everyone tends to forget that Giselle was making more money than Tom Brady for most of their career. Yes. She was the highest paid model for years uh, across like the world. Yes. Highest paid model ever. And, um, and like, she gave that up to have kids, take care of kids, support Tom. And I love that. Right. Like that's amazing. Mm -hmm. But it comes to a point where he needs to also do that for her because she's still hot. She can still model. She can still work. Like she should be able to go do that. Now this is her time. Her kids are old enough, you know, like she should be allowed to go and and have that part of her life back too. So yeah, to me, there needs to be a balance here. And the only way that happens is if he stops playing. So I hope they can maybe make it through the season so they can just work on it from here on out. They've hired divorce attorneys, but nobody has filed for divorce. So yeah, I think it's, it's talks. It's, how do we go forward? There's probably so much litigation just between their marriage and finances and everything like that would just, it would just take forever anyway, if they decided to move forward. So, um, so yeah, I'm sure that's going to be a after season thing, um, but hopefully not, but we'll see. 
Yeah. We'll see. Super crazy. So much drama in the NFL. So much drama. Outside so of the drama. football. Um, um, another one I want to okay. say, um, because I found this really interesting, uh, Bill's, you know, old wide receiver, Cole Beasley, he went to the Bucks, yeah. was playing with Tom Brady for literally one game, and he decided to retire today. I don't know if you saw that, but he literally I just did not retired today. <laughs> and I, everyone, you know, on my timeline, Bill's fans, whatever, were like, what? Yeah. Like, what the He was heck? also at the Cowboys for a bit, too. Very surprised, because I thought he was going to be someone that was like, I'm not stopping until they tell me to stop. He had fantastic years. Yeah. yeah, me too. He had fantastic years with the Bills. I loved him. He mm-hmm. was a great player. But apparently he said kind of what Tom Brady should be saying. And he said he wants to spend time with his family and he wants to be a full-time dad and husband. And so he's just done. You know, I don't know. There was a lot of drama with him and his views on COVID and, you know, yeah. things that I wish were separated from football anyway. Like, yeah, I don't need to know all of that stuff. Um, but I think... There, were, there was a lot of crap going on, and I think it kind of just spoiled this whole yeah. experience for him, which is too bad. But yeah, um, I could see that, yeah. too. I don't know. Wow. So he's done. Yeah. OK, well, um, we're, we'll end on a, a, a high with the <laughs> Cowboys. OK. Oh, go, go. ahead. <laughs> um, I just want to repeat when I say in Cooper, we trust. Um, yeah, I, so this is going to be really interesting, Sydney. Yeah. And I I I would keep playing him because there's no reason yeah. not to haven't lost. There's no reason we, I, and I'm also a little superstitious, right? We're not changing anything <laughs> until it needs to be changed. And, and what a blessing it is that Cooper is performing at such a high level. Dak gets to rest more. We've got the Rams and they're coming off of a horrible loss. That is so a uh, deck is so ready to, so um, ready to get back though, because he knows that this is an issue, right? Yeah. Like, uh oh, yeah. someone's yeah. coming. To and take you see him job. on the sidelines. He is so like he is literally right there at every play, and he's like so animated, which I do so love. Ready to he go. seems yeah. supportive and stuff, but he is yeah. ready to get back. He's there. ready to play. But I'm yeah. I'm having the conversation like, hey, it's fine, stay ready. But we're we're in this situation, and it's working for us. Like because yeah. flip side, he gets in and we lose. Oh, that's it. Just everyone's just coming for him, and that's that. It's over. Um, yep. so I wouldn't, I would, I would save him for the Eagles. That's what I would do. Oh, yeah. yeah. Cause we'll see if see. somebody can finally beat the old Eagles. <laughs> I know scared, stressed, but um. <laughs> yeah, th- that'll be interesting. Um, and I don't know, hopefully next week bring some more like exciting games, some upsets. Also yeah. Patrick Mahomes looked amazing again. Oh yeah. I mean, it's crazy. Yeah, I don't know. Yeah, we've got know. a lot, a lot of talent at QB right now. Yeah. It's very interesting to see, like, you know how because all of these teams are going to be good for the next like decade. They're young. Exactly. They're young. Yeah. If everyone can stay healthy. It's going to just be very interesting how all of this plays out with the same kind of five, six teams right now in the league. Yeah. Um, yeah. If you're a quarterback coming up. Maybe try some different positions because they're the positions are pretty much going to be locked down in the NFL for a while. So. Or just know you're going to have to be uh, some type of magician and yeah. they'll be able to like squirm <laughs> your way out of every tackle. Yeah. For sure. Oh, Alrighty. Well, always good chatting with you about football, Sid. You too. We're fangirling for life. <laughs> I okay, love so that. Well, Let's I'll get that on a shirt. Fangirling for life. <laughs> Yeah. <laughs> I don't know. I think we can workshop that one a little bit. Okay. Okay. Let us know. <laughs> oh, okay. Well, I will talk to you next week. All righty. 
thank you for listening to Believe. You can show support to your host by subscribing to the show and giving us a five-star rating on your preferred platform. Check us out at Believe.com and search for B-L-E-A-V on YouTube.